0: Hello Fanscape listeners, this is your host, David Klein. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th, 2022 Supreme Court decision, the decision to overturn Roe vs. Wade. This decision stripped away the rights to have safe and legal abortions. Everyone should have the right to decide what's best for themselves and their families, including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety, and could have harsh repercussions on other landmark decisions in the future. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Learn more by visiting podvoices.help. And if you're able to help others, please consider donating to abortion funds. I encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word. Fanscape is a fanfiction-audio-drama podcast featuring a full voice cast, sound effects, and background music. All fanfictions used in the show are done so with the author's explicit consent. This series was created for entertainment purposes and is not endorsed or associated with Anohideaki, Gynax, Tatsunoko, or any of their affiliated companies. All locations, characters, associated names, and references are copyrights and trademarks of their respective holders. We hope you enjoy the show. Fanscape, a fan fiction podcast, presents A Mother's Love in Evangelion Alternate. Written by Huevos Ranchero. Distributed on Archive of Our Own. Soundtrack by World Beyond. Chapter 14, The Death of Nerve In a surprising show of physical prowess, Yui reacted faster than Masato and leapt unthinkingly in front of the captain. The bullet tore into her side, leaving a bright splatter of red on the metal floor tiling in front of Unit 01. In response, Masato drew and fired her sidearm in one swift motion, drilling Ritsuko right in the forehead with two shots. She was dead before she hit the ground. Masato had to get to a calm quickly, but there was none nearby to call for help with. She lifted Yui up, wanting to get her somewhere comfortable. Not realizing that high above them on the Magi level, Naoko had witnessed the whole thing. She made her way down quietly and calmly stepped off the hydraulic lift. Walking silently down the gangway, she stopped at Ritsuko's lifeless body and looked at the retreating backs of Yui Akari and Masato Katsuragi. Looking down at her dead daughter, she knelt and picked up her daughter's gun. She quietly but quickly trotted forward and shoved the nose of the pistol into Masato's lower back, pulling the trigger. The small-caliber automatic was almost silent, but no less effective. Masato and Yui dropped in a heap. Yui was bleeding even more now. Naoko approached her prone form and put the gun against her head. I've wanted you out of the way for a long, long time, Director. And that time is now. There was another bang, but much louder, and it hadn't come from the gun Naoko was holding. There was a sputtering cough from behind as Nioko dropped to the floor. Dead. Not dead yet, you fucking Harvey! Bloody spittle dribbled down Masato's chin. The lower half of her body was unresponsive, and she knew her spine had been blown apart. She was probably dying anyway. I'm sorry, Kaji. I know you won't forgive. She put the gun barrel to her head and pulled the trigger. Gone in an instant. Trapped inside her entry plug, Rei Ayanami had witnessed the tableau before her. It in utter, speechless shock. She felt the tears begin to fall down her face. Why was she crying? It felt like the end of everything. As she was trapped inside this useless Ava. the automatic plug removal sequence had failed, along with everything else. And she felt hopeless and helpless, and the anger and rage made her feel like she would explode. She finally found her voice. Barely a whisper. Oh, Shinji. Yui was stumbling around the hangar in a daze. Heading towards Unit 01. She climbed into the entry plug and used the control sequence pad for manual insertion. She knows she is dying, but also knows she has one last duty to perform. <coughs> CNC. CNC. Anyone there? Coughing, she hears the voice of Mikado. I need you to go to Reed's Coast Station. For plug insertion into unit zero one. Maximum block depth. Use the manual override. <coughs> she was coughing up blood. Map, are you all right? He was concerned, but he obediently began the programming sequence she asked for. Call it an experiment. Coughing again, she quickly recorded a message for Shinji and hit send. There would be nothing further from Yui Akari. Her biggest regret was leaving Shinji. How would he cope? Nerve central control. Kashi had heard the exchange between Yui and Mikado. What was she thinking? Wasn't that dangerous? What's the status on the three unknowns outside? He asked. Mikado responded. Still parked next to the remains of Unit 02, sir. Nothing is moving out there at the moment. Can we launch Unit Zero? What is going on down there? Kaji thought he could make out bodies. Ritsuko? Naoko? Masato? Why the hell were they lying down? And so still? I'm heading downstairs. Makoto, you and Shigeru will have to cover us. Sir! They answered in unison. OUTSIDE NERVE HQ The JSSDF had been gathering for hours, awaiting the final order to go in and take NERVE HQ. The order was now given. They moved in quickly, dispatching NERVE personnel with easy swiftness. Obviously, the attack was a complete and unexpected surprise. They methodically moved down, level by level. SHINJI IKARI'S QUARTERS They had drugged Shinji, but instead of sleeping, he was lying in a cold rage on his bunk. The clarity of his mind was terrifying, as it replayed recent events, over and over. The death of Giselle. The needless death. If only he could have helped her. If only he could have stopped the evil white beasts. Rolling over, he saw a message light on his terminal, flashing. It was from his mother. He listened astonished as she asked him to join her in Unit 01. She said it was ready. She said he could pilot it now if he wanted. Said that he was the only chance the world had left. At first, he didn't care. And then he thought of what he could do to Giselle's killer, and he slowly got up and put on his plug suit. His mother said he wouldn't be able to see her, but they would be together nonetheless. Nerve HQ, Control Room. Sir, we are getting reports of gunfire all over the geofront. Many casualties. It appears to be the JSSDF trying to take control. Most of the personnel on duty don't have sidearms. Kaji heard the report with growing alarm. Tell them to lock all the bulkheads and access shafts and to surrender. There's no point in fighting guns with rocks or harsh language. Turning to the remaining maintenance engineering crew, he asked, is there any way to launch Unit Zero? Well, sir, I suppose we could cut the hydraulic cables. It should bleed down quickly and retract, allowing the EVA to break free. The man looked confused, just like everyone else. Then let's get the equipment necessary and get this thing out of here. He calmed Unit Zero. Hang in there, Ray. We're going to get you out of here. I'm not sure what you can do with those three bogies outside, but anything is better than being in here. If I'm right, we're all gonna be dead in the next few minutes once those JSSDF forces make it out this far." Ray's head popped up. She didn't know anyone remembered she was there. What? Was all she said, but he already calmed off. She would sit tight, no hurry. She just hoped Shinji was safe in his room. Kaji and the remaining personnel tried to ignore the bodies neatly piled at the edge of the gangway. His beloved Masada was gone. But he couldn't allow himself to think about that now. Not now. Much, much later. With the gangway access now cleared, Shinji furtively made his way up to unit 01. Its entry plug hadn't been sabotaged. Ray saw him now and set her calm to loudspeaker mode. Shinji, what are you doing? He ignored her query and set the entry plug to extract. As expected, it was empty. He entered the plug, noting the smudges and small puddles of blood, mother's blood. Then he closed the door. Once inserted, the eyes of Unit-01 burst into life. The restraints pulled away and Unit-01 walked out of the hangar for the first time. Kaji and the maintenance personnel returned just in time to see the retreating back of Unit-01 the fuck?" and then in a smaller voice. Oh, yui. Sir? The reverie was broken. Sir, I need to make some final adjustments on Unit uh, Zero's arm, and it will be fully functional. Do it now, Kaji said, before it's too late. He and the rest began the work of freeing Unit Zero from the restraints. Thank you for joining us for this episode of A Mother's Love, an Evangelion Alternate. Written by Huervos Ranchero. Distributed on Archive of Our Own. Directed by David Klein II. The cast includes, in order of appearance, David Klein II as the narrator, Ella Ree as Naoko Akagi, Katta Bell as Misato Katsuragi. Danika Ung as Rei Ayanami. Alexander Matthews as Mikado Hyuga. Lin V.A. as Yui Ikari. Bald Zebra as Ryoji Kaji. Angelo Toledo as Aoba Shigeru. Blasto Page as Chairman Bridge Specialist. Sound design performed by Adam Murciano. Soundtrack by World Beyond. Produced by the Infiniscape Collective. Fanscape is a weekly fan fiction podcast available on most podcasting platforms. Please subscribe, follow, and download our podcast. Visit our website, thefanscape.com, for show notes, merch, links, and more related to Fanscape and our partners. If you'd like to support the show, please donate via anchor.fm slash fanscape, ko-fi.com fanscapepod, or by subscribing to our Patreon at patreon.com slash fanscapepod. Finally, please join us next week for the next episode.